At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the Greg Peterson experience right here on VSIN, the sports betting network, and We've got a tremendous three-hour show coming up for you tonight as in our number one, we're going to be joined by a pair of great guests as joining me, we're going to have Mark Drummeller. He does great work over at Yahoo Sports and he's going to be joined by Tom Caselli. He does amazing work over at the Action Network. Those two gentlemen are going to be joining me to take a look at college football week four and NFL week three. So have a great chat there in our number two, going to do a little bit of a baseball roundtable as Justin Perry. He does great work with Shot Quality Bets and Sean Zerill. He does great work over at the Action Network. They are going to be joining me. Got a lot going on in terms of Major League Baseball. We're two weeks away from the playoffs starting up. Now, not a lot of divisions are up for grabs. Really, it's the National League East, and that's about it. But there's a lot of pull positioning that is happening. There's also a National League wild card that is up for grabs, as well as the Milwaukee Brewers are starting to creep up on the Philadelphia Phillies, which... If you're a Phillies fan, it's not going the world's greatest for them recently as losses have been stacking up. So we shall talk about that and so much more. And then in our number three, Scott Reichel. He does amazing work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's going to be joining me to talk a little bit of football as well as it is a lot of football. It's a lot of baseball. And we've actually got a really good slate of baseball that is coming up for Thursday as well. Typically, you have getaway day where... We've got a lot of teams that are traveling, but we've actually got, I believe, 13 games on the card. So we're going to be hitting upon a lot of those for the night. And then you've obviously got Thursday Night Football that is going to be coming up as well. And we're going to give you guys some picks and analysis on that along the way. Don't really have much in terms of college football. I'll be deferring to the guests a little bit more. I do a little bit less college football. Jump in here and there, but I'm not as much of a college football guy. I'm a little bit more of a pro guy being Someone that grew up about 30 or 45 minutes away from Lambeau Field. So I've always taken a little bit more to the NFL myself. But we've got you guys stacked with a tremendous three hours. And just wanted to talk in the first segment a little bit about something that I think is very important when it comes to sports betting. And that's just trying to find ways to know profitability slash not profitability. Because you always see the numbers that you're going to be taking a look at in terms of money lines when it comes to spread. Mostly minus 110 both ways, and the NFL, the juice is going to move back and forth a little bit, and I do think that that is very important to note. 
in sports betting, you cannot have the mentality of I'll just bet any number. Now, sometimes you'll have scenarios in which any number does work. You have an underdog of between like four and five points throughout the week and they wind up winning outright. Well, you know what? Had you taken four, had you taken four and a half, had you taken five, it would not have mattered as to your winning slash losing bet. It would have been the same regardless. And you'll just have that from time to time. You just have calamities of games that go down and you can just throw the point spread right out the window. But I do think that it is so important long-term as well, because the way that it always works is you get the best of the number like eight out of 10 times and the two that you do not, those are the two that nip you in the tuckus. But I do think that it is so important, whether it be a money line sport like Major League Baseball or no doubt the NFL. We all know about critical numbers at this point. Playing two and a half instead of three, very important. Taking three and a half instead of three, obviously is going to help out your just general profitability, help out your chances of getting to the window. And that's what we always want in this sphere. But when it comes to just in general, looking at these numbers themselves, what I think is an important exercise and something that I've gotten into the mentality of doing since I started my spreadsheet system a few years ago is looking at the numbers as if it's pretty much a probability to be able to win. And by that, I mean, with minus 110 spread. What that means is you have to lay $110 to win 100, as many of you guys know. And hey, some of you guys, you might not be as in tune to it. And that's why we are here to help you guys out to just lend some general knowledge because there are a lot of people that have been betting for a long time. And then there are many more that they don't really have a, as much of a basic knowledge. And you know what? You want to help with that as well. But when it comes to minus 110, you lay under $10 to win 100. What that means is if you do a little bit of an equation because you have to lay $110 to win 100, so you do 110 divided by 210, that means that when you do it, about 50 or 0.5238 is going to be the number that you churn out. That means at 52.38%, if you win that percentage of your bets, you're going to be breaking even anything more. You're making money. If you're 52 or below 52.38%, that means that you're losing money. Nice, clean, and easy. And I think that we lose sight of that, whether that be the basic of basic better or even the most experienced of betters when it comes to a lot of these circumstances, especially in baseball. Like something that I was alluding to a little bit earlier today was the Washington Nationals and the Atlanta Braves game. I was like, you know what? Bryce Elder probably should not have been a minus 250 favorite in this circumstance. And go figure, Bryce Elder, very good start. The loss that the Atlanta Braves took was not on him. He gives up one run over the course of a little bit more than five innings. Couldn't quite complete the sixth. And then from there, Jesse Chavez gives up a home run. Not a great scenario. But when it came to the Atlanta Braves in that circumstance, you were finding them right around a minus 250 favorite. In some books, I think that you were able to get down as low as a minus 140. In other books, it might have been a little bit better than that. But you were in that neighborhood of minus 250. And what this means is you essentially, for a 162-game season, because I did my equation of 250 divided by 350, but you take a look at it over the course of 162-game season, which obviously that's how long the MLB season is. And I think that this is a very good way of contextualizing this. If you were to lay 200, minus 250 every time Bryce Elder takes the mound for the Atlanta Braves, now, no question, against a team that isn't the Washington Nationals, he's probably not going to be laying more around minus 250, minus 260. He'll be a little bit more favorable on Eck. He would have had a bullpen game for the Washington Nationals because Paul Espino, not the world's greatest starter, but an actual starter for the team he was going in this one. It might be even a little bit more, but with playing this sort of a number, doing the math for a 162-game season, you would have needed Bryce Elder to go 115 and a half I round up to 116, but technically 115 and a half and 46 and a half losses just to break even. And I think that this is just important to note. Now, not all of these chalky bets are bets that are bad because one of the best bets that I've made out here in Las Vegas, I've told this story a few times and I will tell it again. Many of you guys remember the good old Conor McGregor fight against Floyd Mayweather Jr., Floyd Mayweather Jr. on look headlines, big giant favorite. A lot of people were like, yep, Floyd Mayweather should be like north of a minus 2,000 favorite. And it's hard to disagree. You've got an undefeated boxer chasing 50-0, and 0, everything like that. And a guy in Conor McGregor who 
very good in terms of MMA, but someone who had had as many professional boxing matches as Greg Peterson. Not necessarily what you want there. Number comes down, down, down. Number comes down to minus 400 on Floyd Mayweather. I thought, you know what? Unless if a lucky punch strikes, Floyd Mayweather should win this, which means that I thought if you fight, if you have this fight 100 times, 99 times, Floyd Mayweather should win. That means that minus 400, that's a very good number. You need him to win 80% of the time. If you handicap it at 99%, you know what? You're getting absolute bang for your buck. If it would be a case where you think he wins 60% of the time, that's not great value. And then on the flip side, a lot of people were looking at Conor McGregor in that fight and they were thinking, oh boy, I'm getting plus 400, plus 350 earlier on, plus 500 on Conor McGregor. Getting plus 500 sounds great in theory, but if you do the math and you think, well, it's going to take a lucky punch. He's only going to win this fight like 5% of the time. If you were to have that mentality, if he only wins 5% of the time, why in that are you taking plus $5? Because you're not going to be coming out very profitable at all. You might as well be playing the lottery where, as we know, if you play the lottery, it's typically not going to go well for you. So I always think that that's very important to do. And it's something that I do in terms of like my spreadsheet as well. Like if I make a team a minus 200 favorite, that means that I think they win 66.6% of the time. And then the flip side, because... When you do your projections, you have no juice in there, and that's something that the book does, so you need to get above slash below those thresholds in order to lay the number or take the number. That means that on the other side, it's 33.333 repeating percent. You think that they win one-third of the time, I'll place it at a plus 200. And I just think that that is so important to get into the mentality of if it's a case of just doing it for a specific sport, like I mentioned contextualizing it for a 162-game season in Major League Baseball. In the NBA, maybe you put it more on that 82-game path. I believe that the NHL also plays 82 games. I might be mistaken on that, but I do think that that is a very good habit to get into because postseason baseball is going to be starting up very soon. I know that many of you might be taking a little bit more of a break from baseball betting with football in our lives, and I cannot blame you there. I personally am on the hearty souls that I'm taking a look at these Washington Nationals versus Atlanta Braves games. Even when we get some of the, shall we say, lesser matchups, like we're going to have something like the Royals and the Twins coming up for Thursday. We're going to have insert your bad team versus insert your bad team here. I certainly love to take a look at a lot of those, but I do think that it's going to be very important moving forward and also going to be very important to see the form that some of these teams are coming into as well as the New York Yankees. Very good performance on Wednesday, being able to just completely take down the Pittsburgh Pirates, to say the least, as Aaron Judge trying to, to not only get the home run record of Roger Maris slash, well, he's not going to be able to catch Barry Bonds for those that still hold on to that record, but he's trying to trace down Roger Maris at this point, still one home run away, but was able to help out his triple crown candidacy by going 204. So there's a lot of headlines there, and there's a lot of headlines when it comes to both college and the NFL this week because in NFL Week 3, it's where the rubber meets the road for a lot of these teams. And in college football, you've got a nice blend of both non-conference and conference games. So coming up next, we're going to bring on a pair of gentlemen that do a great job of taking a look at both the college and the pros. Mark Drummiller does amazing work at Yahoo Sports and Tom Caselli does great work at the Action Network. They join me next here on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa, the Esports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season off on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything that we do, including our daily picks at a glance, which recaps all the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, 24 7 video season prep, which includes our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every every game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, and pro tips. Updated every hour with actionable insights to up your sports betting game. Sign up for our discounted football special and get VSIM Pro access to everything that we do now through the Super Bowl for just $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all season long. Go to VSIM.com slash subscribe for all of your options to become a part of the Sports Betting Network as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIM, the Sports Betting Network. Great to be joined by our two guests. Mark Drummeller does great work over at Yahoo Sports and likewise for Tom Caselli does great work over at the Action Network and Great to be joined by both of you. And let's start by talking a little college football. And I know you guys are on the same side on this one. So we'll start out with the Michigan versus Maryland game. And we'll lead off with you, Tom, as right now you're finding Michigan being between a 16 and a half to a 17 point favorite, depending on where you shop and very high total for a Michigan game as well. Typically, you don't see this coming. But Tom, what led you to taking Michigan in this spot? Because I know that there's been quite a few people I've been taking Michigan, and I can't blame anyone for laying the points with the Wolverines. And this was a spot I had circled a couple weeks ago. You know, Maryland, to their credit, uh, BSMU last week. Defense looks better. Uh, actually won that game with defense. But for me, Maryland's one of those schools who, when they get up against these powered teams, these teams that have good offensive and defensive lines that can push them around, that's where they're going to struggle. And I really like this Michigan team. You know, they, they haven't played anybody yet, but they started out hot, blowing these teams out. I think they got the right guy at quarterback. And I just think their defense is going to be too much for Maryland, especially on the that front seven is really going to take over the game. So 17 was a number I was looking at. Anything 17 or less, I got 17. I think Michigan rolls on Saturday. And Mark, same question to you. I know that you're on this Michigan versus Maryland game as well. Take me through your thought process in this big, big 10 matchup. Yeah, for sure. I agree a hundred percent. It feels a little reassuring knowing that Tom's on the same side, but like, this is a spot for Michigan. This is a team that they've dominated won six straight against Maryland beat them 59 to 18 last year. Uh, last three times these teams faced, you know, the margin of victory for Michigan has been an average of 31 points. So uh, this is a team that it's just a good spot, a skill set, the skill sets match up. And like Tom talked about, you know, they can bully this Maryland team. And, you know, they have this probably is the best offense that Harbaugh's had in a long time since he's been with Michigan. Uh, McCarthy, a quarterback, 30 for 34. Uh, the last two starts put up over 50 points in each one. Again, you know, Michigan treats this as more of a preseason, but now they get ramped up against Maryland, and I think they put up a huge number. Maryland let up 520 yards to SMU. You know, they made some stops at the end, but still let up 31st down. So I think Michigan's going to be able to move the ball. Maryland will turn it over, trying to come back relentlessly, but I, I think they're going to cover the big number here. 
Yep, with Michigan, they've been able to do a solid job in past years against Maryland, who's had a tough time since going to the Big Ten. It's been a little bit better for them in basketball than in football. We shall see if that continues on Saturday. And when it comes to Pac-12, I will go with you on this one, Mark. We've got a lot of games involving right around six half to seven point spreads within the conference. And this is one of the, in my opinion, more intriguing ones. Oregon, they're going to be on the road against Washington State, mostly seeing six half. Here at Circa, where I said it's really the lone seven that I'm seeing out in Las Vegas. Total on this game is 57 half. Take me through this one because Washington State, massive win a few weeks ago against Wisconsin, but Oregon in a game that I thought was very critical for the Pac-12, they come out with a great performance against BYU. So a pair of teams that have looked very solid in recent weeks. Yeah, so this is what we get at this time of the season, right? We're getting rid of the non-conference games. We're getting into the conference games, but we see some teams with some, um, you know, I, I don't want to say fraudulent, but soft 3-0 starts. And we see that with Maryland against Michigan. We see that again here with Washington State. Yes, they got the big win against Wisconsin, but that was a game that in this box score, they were thoroughly dominated. They lost first downs 10-22. to They got outgained 401-253 in that matchup. And they were 18% on third down. So, you know, they really had a couple key turnovers there that kind of helped them get away with the win. And now they play an Oregon team that is just a different level program. It's a different level of athlete on the other side. And, you know, Washington State really struggles on the offensive line. We saw what Oregon's uh, defense did against BYU last week. I think they do that again. Cam Ward, the quarterback of Washington State, a load of talent, but just really doesn't have the seasoning yet at the FBS level to really handle this Oregon defense. So the Ducks covered this number at 13 and a half last year. Uh, I think this is a short number. You hear a lot of narrative about Bo Nix on the road, which, you know, was a problem at Auburn. But I think there's a big gap between these two teams, and I think it shows on the field. I think Oregon gets it done on the road. And on top of that as well with Bo Nix, there's a big gap in competition between your normal Pac-12 team and your normal SEC team as well. So that mm -hmm. works in its advantage as well. And Tom, I know you took a Pac-12 game that is a little bit different. I was mentioning it, a lot of seven-point lines out in the Pac-12 this week. This one, well, you multiply it a little bit because the UCLA Bruins, they opened up a 20-and-a-half-point favorite against Colorado. This has moved up. I'm seeing a lot of 21s. Heck, this is starting to go up to 21-and-a-half with a total of 57 does the move in the lines carry off a little bit? And where do you stand in terms of Colorado and UCLA? No, not really. I grabbed UCLA at 20 and a half. And I just think Colorado is awful, just terrible. And, you know, UCLA's had some tight games to start the year. This is one where I think their offense just rolls. Colorado has shown, I mean, they got blown out by Oregon. They got blown out, I'm sorry, Air Force. They got blown out by Minnesota. I mean, th those offenses are good, but they're not UCLA's uh, offense with their talent that they have on that side of the ball. I just don't think Colorado can stop them. Uh, I think UCLA needs a game like this. You know, they had that, they played tight with Bowling Green for a while. They had the South Alabama game that they were lucky to win. So, I see the Bruins coming out and just laying it to Colorado this week. Uh, this might be the last time you can bet against Colorado because I think after this week, their lines are going to be so high, they're going to be a stay away. Yep, and for Colorado, they typically have a nice home field advantage, but when you've got a Colorado team that looks the way that they do, they've been blowing out by three-plus touchdowns in every one of their games this year. Makes it a little bit tough, and the good news for UCLA fans is that they don't have, have to hear about their attendance this week. So that's a victory for the Bruins in and of itself. And a victory for us is, Mark, I know that you took one of the games for Friday as we've got some action on Thursday. We've got a little bit on Friday as well as we go to the ACC, Virginia against Syracuse. Syracuse between a 9 to 9.5 point favorite divide in the line and totals anywhere between 53.5 and, and 54. Syracuse, as we know, coming off of, shall we say, a thrilling game, one of the best of the year thus far. And for Virginia, been a little bit of an up-and-down year, but a team with a rather explosive court passing system in general. Let me know what you like in this one, because with Syracuse, I do think that it's a case of the momentum could be riding with them in this game because they close out very well against Purdue. Yeah, it's a little bit of a different role with Syracuse now. As you know, we saw them start off the season hot, you know, the big win at Louisville, and now they're laying a big number here um, against Virginia. But I think that the market still hasn't caught up to how bad this Virginia team is. You know, they squeaked by, I don't want to say squeaked by, they won by 17, a little bit of margin against Richmond, 
you know, to start off the season. But then after that, you know, only three points against Illinois, 16 points. They really struggled against Old Dominion. And it's really the offense. It's not there anymore. You know, uh, the offensive line is 112th. Um, in the, in the nation as far as sacks allowed, and they really just don't put points on the board. Offensive coordinator now at Syracuse, and Garrett Schrader looks a lot like Armstrong looked last year, right? Make the huge throw at the end of the game against Purdue. So I really like what Syracuse is doing here, and Armstrong really struggling, only completing 52% of his passes. Like I said, they're not putting points on the board. So I think Syracuse is going to keep the momentum here. I think they're going to roll. I think they're going to win by the margin. I just don't think Virginia is going to put up a big number here I think their offense is really going to struggle without the offensive line support so I think uh, Syracuse gets the job done uh, you know at minus nine and covers this number and Tom I know that you went out to the ACC as well involving one game in the one team in the ACC and another team that in basketball they're in the ACC and college football they're an independent and that would be Notre Dame and North Carolina North Carolina very small home favorite after opening up more around a two-point underdog for Notre Dame, it's been a topsy-turvy season. And for North Carolina, been an interesting last two years for them. Got about 45 seconds. Take me through what you like in North Carolina and Notre Dame. And I just think this game shapes up well for Notre Dame. The North Carolina, I thought, should have lost to App State, should have lost to Georgia State. Their defense can't stop anything. I think this is a game where Notre Dame racks up 200 yards on the ground. Uh, you know, North Carolina is going to score some points, but I think the Notre Dame defense, I give such an edge to. I think they get enough stops in this game. And at an even line, I like them to control the game later on in the second half. If you don't like it right away, maybe a live bet on the Irish in this game. Yep, for Notre Dame, it's been a very interesting start to the season for them, but obviously against really good competition and the competition is always good in the NFL. And that's where we're going next. Tom Casale does great work at the action network. Mark Dremeller over at Yahoo sports. We're going to take a look at NFL week three next here on VEASAN, the sports bank network. You're experiencing hoops. Peterson himself on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that has helped millions of people achieve lasting success by offering a smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands that there isn't one right time to make change. Everyone's timeline is a little bit different and everyone's on their own journey. But when you feel like you're ready to take that first step forward towards change, Zen is going to be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That is ZYN.com. Morning. This is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine. It is an addictive chemical. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network, being rejoined by Tom Casale, does great work over at the Action Network, and Mark Drummeller, likewise, over at Yahoo Sports. And Tom, I'll start with you on this game because the 49ers and Broncos line has moved quite a bit. 49ers on a lot of look at lines, slash a lot of early openers were the underdog. Now they've come through as a very small favorite. Now, you don't have any critical numbers that are really coming into play, but this was really a swing to the 49ers being about a one-and-a-half-point favorite as of right now. I've been in the camp all along that Jimmy G should have been the starter. I personally have upgraded the 49ers. Where do you stand in terms of Broncos versus 49ers? Because I think that the 49ers now have a good situation going with Jimmy G out there. I agree. You know, I'm not saying Trey Lance wouldn't be a good quarterback, but right now he was still in the developmental stages, especially as a as a passer. And I think if we know it, the players know it. Like, you know, I'm not saying maybe maybe they thought that that was the right decision for the franchise long term, but they know who the better quarterback is for the team there. So I, I think Jimmy G gives them the best short term, you know, opportunity to win. And listen, I used to be all over this guy's dad, Paul Hackett. And Nathaniel Hackett is a bigger disaster than I even imagined he would be. I mean, look at this football team. They have no clue what they are doing. No time management, uh, no innovation in play calling. It is an absolute circus there right now. So until that changes, I'm going to take a quality team like the 49ers against the Broncos. Tom, I am always a believer that typically when you hear something is the greatest slash the worst thing ever, I think, okay, this is a little bit overreactionary. 
I think in this case, Nathaniel Hackett actually is the worst coach I've ever seen. It's that bad. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's it's shocking, oh. isn't it? Like, uh, I I wasn't high on him coming in, but even I'm stunned. Like, like this guy doesn't even know how to call timeouts. Uh, it, it's really amazing to watch. Typically, once again, like saying, "Oh, my mother could do a better job of coaching," is like an overreaction. I don't know if it is in this circumstance, and. Well, we're going to pass this one to you, Mark. I'm not sure if you're higher on Nathaniel Hackett than I am, but I am just out on this Broncos team, and I can see if this is a stay-away spot. I just can't advocate for a Broncos play here. Yeah, I'm actually, I actually like the Broncos in this matchup. I think it's a good spot. Now, I agree with you on Hackett. Long way to go, right? And he's going to be learning on the fly. But, you know, when you look at Denver and you look at the metrics of really what happened, you know, and didn't play the strong level of competition, but, you know, they're – they're third in the NFL in net yards per play, right? They're moving the ball down the field. Now, the problem is they're 0 for 6 in the red zone, right? They have to get the red zone straightened out. They're also the most penalized team in the NFL, right? So those are things that are obviously red flags, but we're going to see some regression to the mean as the season continues. And I think that starts on Sunday here in a big spot at home. Um, you know, the Broncos always have a tough place to play going in the altitude, playing in Denver. And they're playing a San Francisco team that, to be honest, this is a big step up in competition for them, right? They lost to the Bears in that rainstorm, tornado, whatever you want to call it. And then, you know, they, they handle business against Seattle. But this isn't Seattle here. This Denver team is very good, um, even though they're getting off to a slow start. And I expect them to bounce back here. Like I said, I think that, you know, on paper, these teams are very, very similar. And now we're getting Denver at home with their backs against the wall in a must-win situation. We got the Niners, you know, feeling a little bit of relief now, right? The quarterback situation that settled itself down. But Jimmy G comes in without getting reps all offseason, right? So we could see a little bit of rust there. Didn't look great in his fill-in performance. So I'm going to take a shot here with the Broncos. I think they're live to win this game. And what I will say about the Denver Broncos is that they have perhaps the biggest home field advantage in the NFL towards the beginning part of the season when teams have to go to elevation. Typically, it does not work out well for them, and this is a bunch that is on the road that has a home field advantage as terrific when they do play at home on the road. I still like them a little bit in this spot as well. That would be the Saints going on the road against the Carolina Panthers. We were talking about Nathaniel Hackett being a disaster of a coach. Well, a lot of markets that offer this in terms of first coach to be fired. Matt Rule, he is towards the top of it. And for the Panthers, I can't say that it's been the worst effort in the world for them, but they have not been able to close out. I know that, Mark, you've got a little bit of a play on this, so we'll start with you in terms of what you're looking at in Saints and Panthers. Yeah, I, listen, I thought the Panthers were a bottom five team all offseason. Like, I was screaming from the rooftops to fade this team, and everything I'm seeing just kind of solidifies that effort. Like, when you look at it, Mayfield is the 32nd-ranked uh, graded quarterback in PFF. He's just awful. Um, you know, he's not. He's probably a borderline starter, if that. Uh, you know, they lose to the Giants. Um, you know, last week. And, you know, the offensive line still a problem. They draft Ekwanu. He ranks 64th out of 66 out of all offensive linemen. So they're not there yet, right? Now they're playing a Saints team, right, that, you know, they're only getting three points against the Saints here. And the Saints are a perennial playoff team that has a lot of people coming back from injury, right? They're a little banged up. Kamara, Ramchek, Winston, all those guys banged up, but they're practicing. So, you know, we're going to see the majority of those guys back. Um, Saints just closed two and a half against Tampa Bay. So if I can get a minus three here against a team that I think is bottom five in the NFL, um, I'm going to be all over that. So I took the Saints. Yep. And with the Carolina Panthers, a little bit of a different team when they do have Christian McCaffrey out there. No question about it. But Tom, do you have any play in this one? Because with the Saints, been a little bit befuddling with them, but I do think that they are going to be able to find their footing as the season goes along, because keep in mind, this is a new coaching regime with them as well. Yeah, I don't have a play on here, but I thought Matt Rule needed to get off to a quick start. I, I think you could see either this week or the next couple of weeks, if they don't have success, him losing the team. The yeah, I, I think, listen, hey, the Nebraska job's open. The guy's a great college coach, but it hasn't worked out in the NFL. So I always try to find those spots where maybe this is it. It might be this week, uh, but if they lose this week, it, I, I really think it could be next week. But, you know, I, I agree with everything that, that Mark said about them being a bot bottom five team. Not, they don't like, you know, they, they were basically going in on any quarterback they could they could get and it's just not working out. So I think this is Saints or pass here. Yep. And when it comes to the Carolina Panthers as well, the one thing that 
I felt like could have saved them from perhaps being in that bottom five is getting to play the Atlanta Falcons twice, which someone needs to win those games and or you get a tie like the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans got. And I would not rule that out of the question either. But taking a look at another game that I find to be fascinating because the Detroit Lions, they came in with a lot of fanfare coming into the season. And thus far, one-on-one, sort of what you would expect from the Detroit Lions entering into this season with that schedule. They're going to be on the road. They're going to be playing against a Vikings team that I will say they've got a pretty good home field advantage themselves. But coming off of a rough Monday night football loss, a little bit of a short week for them. Mark, I'll start with you on this one. Where do you stand on Vikings versus Lions? Yeah, so we're we're all over the Vikings secondary, knowing that the Eagles could attack them. We saw that on Monday, right? Monday night. So now they come back home and they try and lift their wounds against the Lions. The team that's played them very tough, even last year, both those contests were decided uh, by two points when they played. And I think, you know, what did we learn about the Lions so far this season? They can score points. And what do we know about the Vikings? They can't stop anyone. They got big weaknesses in the secondary. So it's hard for me to imagine the Vikings being able to cover this number in this spot against the division rival. Uh, You know, I really think that Detroit is a team that has been paying out betters for the last two seasons. And I think it's going to continue um, in this matchup. I just think it's going to be two offenses going back and forth. It'll be decided by a field goal, and we'll cash in with the plus six. Yep, the Lions have not been able to do the world's greatest job straight up, but on the spread, they've been able to cover a lot of those. And Tom, we've got about 90 seconds left. Is there any other game in terms of this NFL Week 3 card that really appeals to you, whether you've fired in on it or Maybe you're taking a look at a line that might move and that might cause you to fire in on it later on it during the week. Yeah, I mean, listen, I know it's a public play, but I, I like the Ravens. I know they have injuries right now. The Ravens always have injuries, don't they? Uh, see, to me, Miami has the type of team to bother the Ravens. They can throw the ball deep to two speed receivers. That's how you beat Baltimore's defense. And even though they blew the big lead, the Patriots are just a team I think is a fade team. Last week was different because they're going up against Mitch Trubisky. It was a 17-14 game type of game. You're kind of thinking when you're going into there, one of these teams going to win by three points. But I think the Ravens are the better football team. Uh, I, I bet under on the Patriots win total, and I just think the talent isn't there right now. I think the Ravens go in there and get the win. Yep, and with the Ravens, even though they did blow that big lead against the Miami Dolphins, no question, Lamar Jackson looked really, really good, but not quite as good as this panel. As Mark, I know that you do great work over at Yahoo Sports, and Tom, you do great work over at the Action Network. Always a pleasure to have both of you gentlemen aboard. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thanks. Always good to talk football with those two guys. They know their stuff. They're some of the best that you're going to find. And coming up next, let's talk a little baseball. Pivot away from the NFL. Take a look at the diamond here on VEASAN Esports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line, boost, and special. Lace them up for week three with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offered every Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, you get your stake back as a free bet of up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football, and you get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head on over to betrivers.com. Or download the Bet Rivers app as it's a whole new game. As we are back here on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. Great to have Mark Drumheller and Tom Casali aboard. Tom does great work over at the Action Network, and Mark is over there at Yahoo Sports holding it down, doing amazing work for them. Great to be able to talk a little college football and pro football with them. So always great to dive in as we've got a big week on both fronts and Great to be able to chat with them about it. And we're going to talk a little bit more college and pro football, especially in hour three with Scott Reichel. Towards the back half of hour number two, I'm going to be diving into Thursday night football as well. Got a lot of baseball coming up in terms of this hour. So we're going to have a baseball roundtable in about 45 or so minutes as well. And we've got a relatively loaded slate for this Thursday as well. As let's touch upon a game that... Just went final, and now we can turn it forward to Thursday as we go 903-904 on the betting board. It is the St. Louis Cardinals. They're on the road. They're facing off against the San Diego Padres as Joe Musgrove going to be on the bump for the Padres. And Captain Jack Flaherty goes for the St. Louis Cardinals. And this is a number that it's going up. The uh, San Diego Padres open up a minus 135 favorite. We were just seeing, I would say, a few minutes ago, a lot of right around minus 132, minus 135 towards the afternoon, early evening hours. A lot of places have picked this up to even close to a minus 145 in a lot of cases. Right now, DraftKings at minus 140 is one of the lowest numbers I'm seeing out there. The Cardinals plus 120. Total on this game is anywhere between 7.5 and 8. And if you have a 7.5 available to you, I do think that that's a good number to take a look at in terms of an over. I set my total at 7.7, really only DraftKings. I am seeing a total of 8 on and We've just seen what happened to the St. Louis Cardinals happen a few times this season. They get shut out for the second straight game on Wednesday against the San Diego Padres, and that's just the nature of the beast with this Cardinals offense. And how this happens, it feels like there's just strange variance with the St. Louis Cardinals is a little bit befuddling, but for the St. Louis Cardinals, I do think that they're going to be able to get back a little bit more online against Joe Musgrove. Musgrove has not had the world's greatest second half of the season, but also why I like a 7.5 over wouldn't feel as great about an 8 because it is out there in Petco Field and Petco Park, one of the most pitcher-friendly ballparks that you're going to find in the big leagues, but which Jack Flaherty has got a 5 ERA overall this season. I see he has spent a lot of time on the injured list. This, as a matter of fact, is start number 7 for him all season long, and since he came off the injured list for a second time this year, he's won approximately five innings in all three of the starts, and keep in mind, his three starts, these have been against the Cincinnati Reds, the Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Washington Nationals. Needless to say, not monsters of the midway is what he's facing, and that time span gave up seven runs, so that's good for right around a little bit above a four ERA, giving up two home runs in that time span, but what I'm really concerned with with Jack Flaherty is a command. Over four walks, Per nine innings is coming off the injured list. And overall for the season, if you take a look at his first and second since 16 walks in 23 innings, he's got one more strikeout than walks. That is not too terrific, which is why I am still willing to lay it with the San Diego Padres more at this inflated line. I'd be willing to go up to about a minus 144 with them. Like I know that a lot of places, they went from like a minus 135 to like a minus 142. I would still be in on the San Diego Padres, despite Joe Musgrove himself having a little bit of an up-and-down time of it. He has given up four-plus runs in two out of his last three starts, and 
As a matter of fact, in terms of three plus runs, he's given up at least three in four out of his last five as well, which is why on a seven half, I do like this total over as well. But with Joe Musgrove, been facing off against some relatively solid competition. The Arizona Diamondbacks have actually been hitting very well. Just ask the LA Dodgers about that on Wednesday. And with the with that as well, he also faced off against the LA Dodgers. But for Joe Musgrove, has done a good job in terms of not putting guys on cheaply. He's allowing about 1.8 to 1.9 walks per nine innings. At home, he's actually had a home runs issue. Very strange where he gave up eight home runs at 86 and two-thirds innings down the road. And at Petco, 13 home runs and 78 and a third innings. You'd expect that to be the absolute opposite, but Musgrove overall for the season, 3-1-6 ERA. Take a look first half to second half. He has had quite a fall-off since the beginning of the month of July. His ERA has been more hovering in the neighborhood of a 4.35, so certainly something to monitor, but with the San Diego Padres, I do expect their offense to be able to bust out a little bit against Jack Flaherty. You're going to be able to get a few free passes. The pieces that they brought in post-trade deadline, well, they have not been panning out as you've had Josh Bell and Juan Soto who came over from the uh, from the Washington Nationals, both hitting below a 235 in a Padres uniform. You've been able to get a little bit of production out of Brandon Drury, but he's sort of been in and out of the lineup. He took an unfortunate hit by pitch to the head a few weeks ago, which that led to it a little bit, but for the Padres as well. You've got your constant Manny Machado. He's been able to hit about a 295 with 29 home runs this season. And then you've got good overall balance. Will Myers, Awesome Kim, Austin Nola, all these guys hitting between about a 245 to 255, though. I will throw out caution with this as well. With the San Diego Padres, they're in the bottom five of the National League in terms of total runs scored on a per-game basis. A lot of that is due to the ballpark that they play in. And for the St. Louis Cardinals, these guys aren't going to be staying down for long as we've had a lot of guys towards the second half of the season do a solid job. Albert Pujols and Corey Dickerson since the break have both been hitting above a 300. You've got Paul Goldschmidt, who's been hitting a 320. He and Nolan Arenado, a combined 64 home runs this season. Arenado, about a 360 on base. Tommy Edmund has been hitting about a 265. He's got a top five mark in terms of stolen bases in the National League this season. You've had relatively solid at-bats as well out of Brandon Donovan when he's been out there. So I do expect the Cardinals to be able to get up off the mat a little bit. And for the San Diego Padres, it's been a relatively taxed bullpen, though. I do think as well with this Padres bullpen, they aren't going to be used overly long just because you do have Joe Musgrove who's been going six plus innings consistently. So that rules out the injury to Demel Chrisman a little bit more, though you are going to need to find a few innings from someone like a Steven Wilson when he's been out there, Craig Salmon for this bunch and for the St. Louis Cardinals. They're currently dealing with an injury to Genesis Cabrera as well. And unlike the Padres, I do think that the Cardinals are going to have to dive into their bullpen, which means that you could see someone like an Andre Pallanti have to lend some innings. He's a little bit more of a long guy that has been locked solid for them. Sub-3-5 ERA, Brian Helsley. He's got a sub-2 ERA. Did not pitch in the game on Wednesday, but for the St. Louis Cardinals, I do think that Jack Flaherty just still does not look like himself for Joe Musgrove. It's been a little bit of a rough go of it, so at a 7.5 like I'm seeing at most books, I'd be taking a look at an over and with the Padres, I'm willing to lay up to a minus 144 with them. So seeing the minus 140, it's getting to the max I'm willing to lay, but I would be willing to lay it with them in this circumstance. And then when it comes to the Major League Baseball card on Thursday as well, you're going to notice that there's a lot of pitching matchups that just got set and a lot of games are currently off the board. Like you're finding this with the Toronto Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays game with JT Charcois going for the Tampa Bay Rays. It was just all about books not wanting to post up a number until... They knew that it was going to be an opener scenario, most likely for Ryan Yarbrough. Sometimes the Tampa Bay Rays can be a little bit pesky, and they change that at the last minute. But expect JT Jargois to go one, maybe two innings, and then it gives way to our good friend Ryan Yarbrough, who has been better when he comes out of the bullpen. And I do think that that is something that is very important to note because with Ryan Yarbrough throughout his career, he's actually got a point better on his ERA when he comes out of the bullpen rather than being a starter. So. You got that going on with the Houston Astros as well. It was unclear whether or not Justin Verlander was going to get the start. He is going to get the start now. You want to be throwing caution with this as well. When it comes to Justin Verlander, might be on a little bit of a innings limit slash a pitch count. You're going to find this with a lot of teams that are contending. And you've got a couple guys who are dealing with injuries like Max Scherzer, Jacob deGrom, Justin Verlander. If you see him for the remainder of the regular season, Shane McClanahan of the Tampa Bay Rays. There are a lot of guys, and we're going to hit up on this a little bit more in our number two as well, that you got guys that 
they've been spending a little bit of time on the injured list and they just want to be set for that big October run as well. And that leads into something that is very important as well. And the pro tip for our number one here on the Greg Peterson Experience, you're able to find all these. If you are a VEASAN Pro subscriber, we give out one an hour. You're able to separate these via sport and via show as well. Keep in mind the break-even percentage when calculating juice. I mentioned this in segment number one. Like, for example, the generic minus 110 that you find in a lot of NFL spreads. When you lay $110 to win $100, that means that you have to hit 52.38% of your bets in order to break even. And this is especially important when it comes to Major League Baseball. We're currently, as I'm doing this show in hour number one, seeing a $3 favorite in the LA Dodgers going down in a big, giant, fiery heap of smoke as... If you laid $3 with the LA Dodgers, that means that you need to hit three out of every four bets to break even. As a break even percent of 75%, that could sometimes be relatively unpalatable. I try to stay away with those with my DK Nation picks. So, coming up in hour number two, I'm going to give you guys my DK Nation pick on the diamond. I promise you, it is not a minus $3 favorite, but rather something that is going to be able to yield a little bit more profitability and a much lower break-even percent, and that's coming up next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion, and they're all made to order, so you at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 